Well, alright, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time once again for another sort of exciting edition of the Bakery Podcast. And I say sort of sort of exciting because we're talking something that I'm very passionate about, and that's professional wrestling. Uh, today I'm talking about the recent WWE stuff, uh, AEW stuff, and just my thoughts on all that shit. Um, and if I sound a bit different to you guys, it's because I'm using a different headset than the last time. Um, that was a, uh, gaming headset for my PlayStation 4, um, it ended up breaking, as I, I do believe I said in the last episode, um, but yeah, I was able to finally get a new headset, so if I sound a little bit different, I do apologize for the quality and whatever else cuz I tested it before recording and this pot in this microphone can capture just about anything and everything but you guys are probably already used to that by now so why why fucking change the format I also want to let you guys know that this will be my last episode for a couple of weeks I'm going to send the laptop in uh, and be able to get a replacement um, because I'm honestly tired of trying to record an episode and everything crash on me and I also can't see my screen unless I plug it into the monitor and also, and on top of that the speakers in this thing don't work so when I add music to the beginning of the episode I don't know if it's good or bad quality until I actually add it to the episode. So speaking of music, as I said last episode, I'm going to continue to use music until I'm told I'm not allowed to do it anymore. I'm going to push the boundaries as far as I can go, and that's just the type of person that I am. And y'all are just going to have to get used to it. So today's episode, as I said, is concentrated on professional wrestling, and what better way to start with tonight is the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view for the WWE. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be able if I'm gonna watch it. I think I might skip this one and wait till WrestleMania because the last WWE show. That happened before Elimination Chamber was WWE Super Showdown. Super Showdown. And if you want to get a, uh, a complete rundown, because I refuse to watch this fucking shit show. If you want to get a complete rundown, go check out uh, the Dark Lord of Memes podcast. Dark Lord Eins and... His co-host, whose name I cannot remember off the top of my head, Albedo. Thank you to my gracious fiance. She fucking remembers. Dark Lord Eins and Albedo, mostly Dark Lord Eins. He goes into full depth coverage. gives star gives his own ratings and everything. Go check, go check out that episode if you are looking to hear a review of Super showdown now the reason why i refuse to watch this show is be, is for a couple is for one reason 
Well, a couple of reasons. To me, the Saudi Arabian shows, I mean, the Saudi Arabia shows have not really been the best well-put card out there. And to me, it's really unfortunate because the Saudi prince or whoever is going to shill out to Vince McMahon a bunch of money and say, can you get so-and-so? Can so-and-so be on the show? You guys barely come here. I'm shilling out this money for you guys to put in <coughs> to your company. I would really like the specific superstar <coughs> oh, excuse me, or wrestler to be there. And in this case, it was no different. Goldberg challenged the Fiend for the Universal Championship and beat, literally killed the Fiend in a matter of three seconds. I might be getting that number off, but that's a typical length of a Goldberg match nowadays. It's about three seconds. He hits a jack, uh, jackhammer and a spear, and it's done. And I was going to record an episode last week when this event happened, but I wanted to, you know, let it saturate and let me gather my thoughts and put it on paper. And this is this is exactly how I feel today. The current WWE champion is Brock Lesnar, a part-timer. Now the current Universal champion is Goldberg, um, who's also a part-timer, not a guy that's on TV every single week. And you're probably asking to yourself, but Aaron, those are big-name guys. Why are you mad? I'll tell you why I'm mad. Because it has become too far, it has become too normal for the WWE to have guys like Brock Lesnar and Goldberg as their champions for such a super important event like this coming up pay-per-view in Tampa, WrestleMania. Now, I understand why the WWE has done it. It's to get eyeballs on the product. But, 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 but... At the cost of what? At the cost of fans canceling their subscription to the WWE Network in fucking droves. After WWE, at this present point, needs all the star power they can get. And they killed off the best thing they had going for them. Granted, The Fiend has taken on John Cena at WrestleMania. Which is fucking fantastic. I, I think that that's probably going to be the match of the show. The card is not yet developed. It, of course, it's going to be Drew McIntyre versus Brock. Goldberg versus now announced uh, Roman Reigns, which I'll get into that in a fucking minute. But I can see from a business standpoint why Vince McMahon put the Universal title on Goldberg. And it is to get those last minute buyers to purchase tickets to Wrestlemania if there are any available or to 
Honestly, you know what? I can't defend it. I cannot find a plausible explanation on why you would put the your universal title on a 50-some-odd-old 50 man. I think, in my honest opinion, Goldberg is the most overrated piece of trash on the face of professional wrestling. The guy can't have a match for more than five minutes. That's a known fact. And when he had a match more than five minutes, he blew himself up and couldn't fucking breathe. And I never, I've never been a fan of Goldberg. I've never, ever seen, oh, Goldberg's returning for a match with Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. I was never excited for that. I was never like, oh my god, Goldberg's back. Holy shit. Goldberg, granted, again, I will always give credit where credit's due. Goldberg gave WCW a spark. And then when... And then when his streak ended at Starcade back in, I believe, 90... Yeah, 98. Because he kicked Bret, Bret Hart's head off in 99. So when his streak ended in 1998, the allure of Goldberg ended for me. I don't I didn't care. And I still don't care. Again, the guy nowadays can come in, hit a jackhammer... And hit a couple of spears, and the match is over. Fuck that. Fuck that. They did that to Dolph Ziggler back at SummerSlam. They literally killed off anything that Dolph Ziggler did at that point in time. And I'm still a fan of Dolph Ziggler. I think what he's doing right now with the Mr. Steal Your Girl gimmick is fucking great. But at this present moment the WWE needs such so much star power that they're calling in these guys like like for example a John Cena now granted as the years have gone on I become more of a John Cena fan and have, and have become more appreciative of everything that he did when I was sitting there booing him because it was the cool thing to do the guy let's talk about John Cena for a second all right we'll get off the Goldberg Goldberg train for a couple of minutes. If you haven't already, and you still have subscribed to the WWE Network, go watch the Ruthless Aggression documentary series that they keep putting episodes out for. That is the most compelling documentary, wrestling documentary that I have ever sat down and watched from start to finish. And it's not even done. It's not even done. Go watch the John Cena episode and you will understand my appreciation. The guy in the beginning wasn't the best. Then he got, he had something in the Doctor of Thugonomics and the rest is history. Granted, yes, I feel like I feel some moments he was shoved down our throats a little bit too much. But when you watch this doc, that documentary, you will understand that even even then, after WCW was bought by Vince McMahon, they still needed some star power. 
because Austin Stone Cold Steve Austin left, and The Rock was making movies. So, so bring so let's go back, let's go back now. Now, now with the WWE in full WrestleMania mode, they're bringing in guys like John Cena. They're bringing in guys like Goldberg. Because I honestly think that the front office does not believe in the talent roster that they have. And they've got a lot of guys that are talented. I mean, geez, let's let's think. You got the Miz and Morrison. Um, who, thank God, came back to the WWE. He was the first guy that I saw wrestle uh, back in 2010 when I got back in back to watching wrestling on a regular basis. Uh, Jesus Christ, you got Daniel Bryan, who the fans still eat up anything that he does. You have AJ Styles, you got Randy Orton, you got Edge, who may or may not be back full-time, I don't know. I don't know, he might be back for WrestleMania, for the WrestleMania payoff, it might go into obscurity. I hope that's not the case, but if it is, at least I'll get to see Edge wrestle one last fucking time. Uh, who else? You got. Hmm, I'm trying to think of. You got Adam Cole. You've got countless people. You have such a massive roster and you can't fill a WrestleMania card with it? That's absurd. You know, I get it. It's the grandest stage of them all. It's supposed to be the sports entertainment spectacle. But I think we're getting a little too far away from the sport and more into the entertainment side. Because at this point, I hope I hope Drew McIntyre wins the WWE Championship. He's deserving of it. And I hope, and this might piss a couple of my couple of my listeners off because they hate Roman Reigns, and I just hope that Roman destroys Goldberg and wins the Universal Championship. Now I know what you're thinking. What the fuck did Roman Reigns do besides say, Ugh, I'm next. So you mean to tell me, so you mean to tell me, okay? You mean to tell me that Roman Reigns doesn't deserve this title opportunity? Explain. Explain yourselves. What? What? Is it because he hasn't had some of the best matches and he's not over, in air quotes, with the crowd? Is that why he doesn't deserve it? That he's not over with us, the crowd, and the viewers at home? Let me tell you right now, there's no one on the SmackDown roster right now besides The Fiend that is more deserving of a title opportunity than Roman fucking Reigns. And I'm going to explain it to you. Okay? He has been put in such weird and shitty angles this year. It's not it's laughable. I stopped watching when they used literal dog food. Literal dog food. The man fucking had dog food dumped on him. Countless times. And you're gonna tell me that he's not deserving and that Vince McMahon is shoving him down our throats? Bro, if that was the case, he would have title opportunity after title opportunity after title opportunity. 
just because your internet darling isn't getting the fair shot that he deserves, hey, guess what? I bet if you talk to that person right now, if you were able to, he'd say, you know what? Yeah, some of the stuff that I've done that I've done on TV, I wouldn't, I don't like. But hey, at least I have a job. Shit. Shit. The man had dog food. Come on. That's like that. To me, that's the lowest of the low. Fucking dog food. And y'all say that he doesn't deserve it? Get the fuck out of here. The guys right now that are in their prime spot to take the titles from the old guys and the part-timers need it more than the part-timers do. I don't care. But I'm going to say this right now. And this will be for the record. Come WrestleMania, if either Brock Lesnar or Goldberg walk out with their respective titles, I'm canceling the WWE Network, and I am fucking going to AEW. That's right. That's right. I will watch, in some way, shape, or form, I will watch all elite wrestling. And that's a perfect segment to talk about some AEW. And it kind of pertains to the talk of bringing in part-time guys or old, older, older talent like veterans. Because I've seen this on I've seen this online. AEW fans bash WWE fans because oh, your product is stale. You're bringing in veterans to get over young talent. Yada yada yada. The list goes on and on and on and on and on. But, AEW just brought Jake the Snake Roberts to AEW to give the rub to a new, a new signee to AEW. But I heard crickets from the AEW fans because everything that AEW touches seems to be pure gold. Now, I will admit, I will admit, some of the stuff just ain't for me. Some of the stuff just ain't for me. And I'm going to admit this live on this podcast. I'm not a fan of the Young Bucks, and it's not because Jim Cornette is not a fan of the Young Bucks. I just don't get it. If somebody would gladly sit sit me down and say, hey, Watch this Young Bucks match. I will watch it. I'll watch it and critique it. That's just the kind of fan that I am. I'm not the kind of fan that's like, oh boy, the Young Bucks. Nah, I ain't watching this. I'll sit down and watch a couple Young Buck Young Bucks matches. The only match of Kenny Omega's that I have seen was, I think it was at a Wrestle Kingdom show against Okada. Granted. Kenny Omega is talented, hella talented. But right now, I'm just not a fan of Kenny Omega like everybody else. Maybe I need to see some more. I have my favorites in AEW. MJF is at the top of that fucking list. 
so I might as well just talk about it. Um, so everybody is up in arms apparently about MJF flipping off a kid after signing an autograph. And to those people that are flipping out on that, you really gotta watch some MJF promos. The dude was in character. Signs an autograph and flips the kid off when he walks away. That's a bad guy through and through. Also, forgive me. We're now in the warmer weather, so the bikers of Piqua are out riding on their Harleys. So if you hear a little rumble, it's may it's mostly the motorcycles. Or your fat girlfriend. <laughs> really? If you didn't pick that up, it, my fiance said, or my fat girlfriend's stomach. You're not fat. Stop saying you're fat. Uh, I'm trying to think here because I haven't really watched a whole lot of AEW but but I want to say this to the AEW fans not everything AEW does is pure gold um, they've had countless instances of um, botched spots their women's division is not as good as it should be and I just think it's uh, and again I understand it's going to take time, but how much time is it going to take for a women's division to be at least up to par and not subpar? And here's another thing. I don't give a fuck about ratings. I don't give a fuck about the Wednesday Night War. I love both companies. Some shit that WWE does, I can't fucking stand. Some shit that AEW does... I can't fucking stand. But at the end of the day, I'm a professional wrestling fan, and I always will be a professional wrestling fan. Whether it's AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor. I haven't been I haven't seen a single New Japan show before besides a Wrestle Kingdom show. Shit, MLW, NWA, I soak it all in. And I'm going to go on a little rant. And for us as wrestling, as so-called wrestling fans, in air quotes, to choose sides, that's fucking absurd. I get it. You love one product more than the other. That's your decision. That is your decision to watch AEW over WWE. And here's, here's a shock factor here. I don't watch either currently. Do you want to know why? Because I can't. I don't have cable. My laptop currently, I can't watch anything on because of the screen. If I was able, if this laptop was brand new, I'd be watching some All Elite Wrestling. I'd be watching, I can watch NWA because it's free and on YouTube. I could find somewhere to watch it. Yes, I know. I, I have a place for that. But, honestly, I don't have a whole lot else to say besides what is coming up for the podcast. Um, actually, before I even do that, I just want to tell you guys right now, I'm going to take a little bit of a uh, music break. Actually, yeah, we'll take a little bit of a music break, and when we come back, 
I'm going to tell you guys what's going on with the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you have to look forward to moving forward on the podcast. Once I get my laptop back, I think it's time for us to talk a little music. Let's take a break from the pro wrestling side of things, and we're going to talk, talk music, and we're going to talk somebody that is so influential to me um, singing wise and it was the first person that I heard on the radio when I started to get uh, get into this hard rock and heavy metal uh, music choice and that's uh, the late great Tom Petty I'm going to have an appreciation uh, podcast where I play some of my favorite, a couple of my favorite tunes and I just talk about the man, the myth, and the legend that is Tom Petty. And we're also, after that episode, the next week, we're going to do a Lane Staley episode. We're going to talk about so Alice in Chains, which is the band that you heard at the beginning. And then, after that, we're three, that means three episodes in. After that, we're going to talk a little bit of... We're going to go back to the pro wrestling side of things. Well, actually, let's fix that, because probably by the time we're on a third episode after my laptop gets fixed, it'll be Wastelanders time for Fallout 76. So I'm going to be talking about Wastelanders, and then... Four episodes from now, we're going to talk about some TNA Impact Wrestling from 2007. And what show are we going to watch from 2007? You're you're probably thinking to yourself, how the fuck, where the fuck, and why? Well, here's why. Last week, I went out and... Splurged a little. I hate that word. Splurge sounds so fucking dirty. Splurged. Just let that sink in. I'm gonna say it again and you guys can just do your little haha. Splurged. 
I spent some money last week. I spent over, what was it, $200? $216 on some music and a couple of wrestling DVDs, which is what I originally went there for to begin with. Uh, I spent some money at this little treasure trove that I'm not going to give the name of here. Uh, a little locally, I should say. And I bought a couple of uh, TNA Impact Wrestling DVDs. Um, I have Genesis from 2007, Final Resolution from 2007, Destination X from 2007, and Genesis from 2010. But the show that we're gonna be want that I'm gonna be reviewing for you is TNA, TNA Impact Wrestling, Destination X from 2007. I'm gonna read this card off to you as I grab the DVD. The card for you is this: a mixed tag match with James Storm and Jackie Moore versus Petey Williams and Gail Kim, an X Division match with. Senshi versus Austin Starr. A ghetto brawl match with the Latin American Exchange, one of my favorite Impact Wrestling tag teams, versus Team 3D. That's the Dudleys. That's right, the Dudleys in Impact Wrestling. Then it's an Exhibition Championship match uh, with Chris Saban versus Jerry Lynn. Then a grudge match featuring Kurt Angle versus Scott Steiner. That'll fucking... That'll probably make me laugh. Then it's a last rights match with Sting and Abyss. Can't wait to see that one. Then it's an Elevation X match, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, oh, here it is. The Evolution of the Dangerous Scaffold match in the form of Elevation X. Uh, yeah, they unveil... This is what... I'll read the description in a minute. And then... In the main event, the World Heavyweight Championship match, Christian Cage, that's right, Christian from WWE has jumped over to Impact Wrestling and takes on Samoa Joe for the World Heavyweight title. I'm excited to watch this. I'm probably going to pop it in as soon as I get done uploading this podcast and start taking some notes and doing some research because i got a couple of weeks to do it. But yeah, I can't wait for... I can't wait to, you know, do this show. And hell, if I get all my research done a little early, um, I might bump this, bump this up to the first episode back. I know I said... Actually, no. I'll probably make it the first or second episode um, in between Tom Petty and Lane Staley. I don't want to, again, I don't want to push the boundary too far with talking about some music. But yeah, look forward to that. Um, and this this pay-per-view, by the way, and we'll talk about this in a, in a minute. Uh, this pay-per-view is just about 12 years old. No. 13 years old uh, took place March 11th 2007 um, so I'll read you the DVD thing on the back on Sunday March 11th 2007 
Total Nonstop Action Wrestling presented the Destination X Epic Event live and exclusively on pay-per-view. That night, TNA unveiled the newest innovation in professional wrestling, the evolution of the dangerous scaffold match in the form of Evolution X. I don't think they've ever had another Elevation X match, by the way. The event also saw Christian Cage defend the World Heavyweight title against Samoa Joe. The first ever collision between TNA juggernauts Kurt Angle and Scott Steiner. Plus the rat last right showdown between Sting and, Ab Sting and Abyss. So, yeah. Look forward to that. And I'm also going to start talking more about my about my life in general. I'm going to start adding like little tidbits of information and you know talk about some of the high the high points of my life instead of just focusing on the negative and low points but that is just gonna do that's gonna about do it for me here on the podcast uh sorry something really really distracted me i'm not gonna describe what it is because it's not safe for work. So if you're listening to this, and you've listened this far, I just want to say thank you for um, for supporting this little show that could. Oh shit! I almost forgot. I'm gonna take this motherfucker live. That's right. I'm taking it live, not as a live show where you have to pay me money to see me. You could watch me for free on Twitch.tv/BakeDaddy95. That's where the Bakery Podcast Live is going to take place. I'm going to get all that shit set up uh, here in the next couple weeks. So while we're waiting for this goddamn laptop to get here, you can come watch my pretty face play some video games and hell. Maybe even do a little live podcast. I don't know. Haven't decided yet. But, but look forward to that. If you have me on Facebook, I'll be posting about it. If not, I'll record a little something-something for you here before I send the laptop in and let you guys know when the live show is happening. It'll probably happen I'll say in the next week. So so look forward to that. That again is twitch.tv slash bakedaddy95. I'm making a comeback to streaming. I hope to see you guys there. And without further ado, I'm out of here.